views expressed by speakers are their own and may not necessarily represent the views of the IMS. Hello, I'm Dr. Marla Shapiro, and I sit on the Board of Trustees of the International Menopause Society. And today I'm joined by a renowned expert, Dr. Langer, who is well known in the medical community as a primary care physician, as an expert in preventive medicine and public health, as an epidemiologist who has been authored on landmark papers that we've looked at in many areas of women's health. But today, what I'd like to focus on for women who are listening is the notion that menopausal hormone therapy has a role for more than just management of hot flashes and night sweats. But in fact, menopausal hormone therapy has a role in aging well. So let's first talk about what the notion of aging well means. Yeah, that's a very important concept that I guess most of us don't really think about until we're uh, getting into our 40s, 50s, and beyond. But uh, uh, as the baby boom generation has aged, it's become a more and more important focus, uh, not in the medical community, even as much as uh, in the community at large. And so successful aging means different things to different people. But for most in their senior years, uh, I think it means maintaining physical function at levels that allow continued enjoyment of activities that people want to participate in, parallel maintenance of cognitive good thinking function, positive social engagement, not necessarily the absence of disease and disability, but an acceptable balance that provides continued enjoyment and satisfaction of life. So for the past 20 years, women have been fearful of menopausal hormone therapy because of headline news that made them feel it would increase the risk of heart attack and stroke and maybe impact their cognition. Yet there are some very real, but unknown and not talked about benefits that women can accrue through the use of menopausal hormone therapy, particularly in younger women. So let's talk about some of those benefits. Well, most women worldwide are going to die from cardiovascular diseases, and most of those are going to be from heart disease. We have very clear and consistent data that women starting menopausal hormone therapy between the ages of say 50 and 59 or roughly within 10 years of menopause will be protected against coronary heart disease. So, that protection varies by the kind of hormone therapy that you take, and that's a more detailed discussion between you and your doctor, uh, but overall there does seem to be protection. So that's huge. Uh, huge. On top of, yeah, huge, 50% yeah. of deaths. I really want women to sort of let that sink in a bit because women are so fearful about breast cancer, which has been really overrated in terms of the impact that hormones have, this misperception that hormones are going to give you breast cancer, when really cardiovascular events are so important. What about things like diabetes? Well, let's just um, uh, pause on the breast cancer for yeah. just a second so that we're... Sure. we're clear because that's women's major fear. Yes. Uh, the WHI uh, initial reports said that hormones cause breast cancer. In fact, that was not right according to the ways that we're supposed to analyze the data. It's not what we call statistically significant and never has been. Uh, 
and that was just for the one part of the study. In fact, the other part of the study reported two years later showed just the opposite effect, actually protection against breast cancer. So this is not a, a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. And uh, uh, the rates are well below the rates for other diseases, not only heart disease, but also things like osteoporosis and fracture that are another huge concern for women that they may not think about in their younger years, but get to be more and more and more of a problem as women get older. Uh, and so let me interrupt you there because women, first of all, don't worry about osteoporosis when they should, but women don't realize that there's also a link between a hip fracture and dying. Yeah, a very strong link. So depending on which data you look at, uh, the risk of being dead within one year of having a hip fracture is anywhere from one in four to maybe even close to one in two. Uh, this is not by any sense of the imagination a, a benign condition. Um, the reason that we don't think about it so much is that often the death certificate doesn't say osteoporosis was right. what caused it, but it started a downward cascade because women were less mobile, had other things then that supervened like uh, uh, different kinds of infections and other problems that arise when you have your mobility so dramatically changed. In terms of some of the other benefits that we can think about that often are again, not talked about with menopausal hormone therapy, one is in, in looking at it versus women who think, well, I should take a cholesterol medication if my cholesterol is high, that's gonna protect me a whole lot more. And I don't know that that statement is absolutely correct, even though it's a perception. Yeah, it's not correct at all. In fact, there is a huge difference between the benefits of statins in men and in women. What we see in the press all the time are these wonderful results that are almost exclusively in men. Looking at primary prevention, in other words, preventing heart disease before it really gets started, the results for women with statins show absolutely no effect. No effect. On the other hand, for, for, on the other hand, for menopausal hormone therapy, we have clear and consistent data that show that it does prevent coronary disease. And so uh, on top of that, statins are not without risk themselves. Among other things, they tend to promote the rate of high blood sugar and diabetes, which itself is yet another contributor to problems as women get older. And again, in contrast, menopausal hormone therapy actually has been shown to help prevent metabolic diseases like diabetes. Right. So I think, you know, as we enter two decades after the Women's Health Initiative and the notion that menopausal hormone therapy have a very narrow window of vindication, which is hot flashes and night sweats, I think for women, it's time to expand their thoughts about when they do have an indication for these medications, that it's more than hot flashes and night sweats in terms of benefit. No question about that. And I think it's important that women understand and doctors certainly understand that each woman is different. Uh, therapy needs to be individualized. It needs to be reassessed um, uh, every year or so 
based on what's happening in that woman's health at that point in her life, uh, what her goals and needs might be. But it's absolutely something to consider and not to be afraid of. Thank you so much for joining us today and bringing up this really important topic for women to think about, because I think you're right. We want to age well, we want to have our independence, but we really want to understand the role that medications have and not to be fearful because of past headline news. Thank you so much for being with us today.